Welcome to the I-29 MUU Dairy Podcast. I-29 MUU University is a consortium of land-grant universities in Minnesota, Iowa, South Dakota, and Nebraska. This podcast covers timely news, information, and research for today's dairy industry. Hi, my name is Jim Sulfur, University of Minnesota Regional Dairy Educator. I'm really lucky that on today's podcast, I am joined by Dr. Marcia Endress. She is a professor and a colleague of mine at the University of Minnesota. So Marcia, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you for having me today, Jim. It's a pleasure to, to be here. Yeah, this is exciting. Today, we recently did a precision dairy conference and Marcia was chair of that conference, and so I thought it'd be really interesting to have her be a part of the discussion, talk a little bit about some of the trends, a little bit about the conference. I'm sure many listeners haven't heard about that. And so, Marcia, can you talk a little bit about the conference, what some of the goals are, and what we try to accomplish? With- we had our conference uh, June 20 and 21, this, this last June, so recently. And uh, this is a conference that we started back in 2013, was our first Precision Dairy Conference. And then we host on Precision Dairy every two years. However, since 2021, we had a change in format. So we decided to make this conference an opportunity, a place a neutral space where all uh, people working with technology come together. So we have companies developing technologies, selling technologies, farmers, consultants, veterinarians, lenders, academics, of course, extension folks, students. So everyone in the same room. So the idea is that we have a very practical boots on the ground type of event where people that are in presenting they do very short presentations that really hit the main points of a topic. For example, monitoring herds, or monitoring cows, sustainability, data integration, topics that are important to us today, labor management, and so on. So we have short sessions of about an hour of presentations that are, again, multiple presentations that might be only 10 minutes long, 20 minutes long. And for the 20 minutes, it's more of an introductory TED Talk style presentation. And then we have panels with usually two to three producers actually using the technology in that particular topic area, and uh, also a company representative. So they bring all this for discussion. So it's food for thought, and then we have half an hour of discussion. So each session has an hour and a half total. We have this discussion. And then we go to a long break or to a long lunch, where then we network and we talk about what we heard and we get to meet new people and reconnect with people that we know and so on. So this high energy type of event where we are learning about technology and we're also learning about the challenges that still exist with technology. So this is a new format. We started in 2021. We did again in 2023. Most likely, again, we'll do it in 2022 five again. It's not academic conference. It's not a scientific conference. It's really very applied. Yeah, I think, Marcia, one thing I like about it, it's a really nice mix. I have a friend that's really not in the dairy industry that knows uh, he's kind of looking at potentially a position in the dairy industry, and he knows some people that are pretty high ranking. And he came and just had commented and said, 
Boy, you got some high-powered speakers here. So that's one of the things I really like. And if you want to comment, I think you mentioned a little bit, some of the CEOs. So these aren't Mm -hmm. even middle managers along with the farmers. So Mm -hmm. just the comments from people I've heard were the same as you is they really like that mix because these CEOs obviously have a vision of what's going on and they're really looking to the future along with the farmers that are just using this information every day. And I think they really learn a lot from each other because here's a chance for the CEOs to hear from some Mm -hmm. real practical producers. So I think it's a nice mix. To have not only those introductory talks that I mentioned, one of them was the CEO of Viola, Viola, Tim Taylor, but also some of the talks by the conference that were platinum sponsors had the CEO of uh, Valley Ag. Uh, but also the CEOs of the startup companies. We had a startup session where each company had five minutes to talk about the technology that these are small companies coming into the market with new technology. So we really made that effort to bring mostly of those that speak spoke at that session were CEOs developing the technology. We came, you know, from California, from different parts of the country to be there. And including uh, three of them that are CEOs of technologies that are using computer vision, using cameras and using computer vision to monitor, find cows that are lame, for example. So lameness detection with using camera vision technology, or excuse me, computer vision technology and cameras, monitoring employees at the parlor. So make sure the protocols are being followed. And also one that's using uh, infrared cameras and AI and of course, you know, computer vision to detect mastitis. So these are new technologies that are really coming into our market today. And a lot of the comments from the from the evaluation of the conference, many people mentioned about these uh, technologies that they didn't know about. And some farmers are already using, so we had a farmer on one of the panels, for example, Dr. Don Niles from Wisconsin, where he mentioned two of these technologies. Actually, yeah, he's using three of them, I believe, maybe in some of their farms. You know, we're using Cantus, which is also a technology, camera vision one. Cattle, cattle care, which is also for the monitoring of employees, and then cattle eye. So these technologies were of high interest to the to the people attending. And also we had a technology that um, was not a wearable sensor, was a sensor that goes in the reticulum of the cow. So that also is different, right? And we talk about the sensors too, because they're still out there and they're still very valuable and they're still being used in a lot of farms. So one comment that was made, uh, I think, a lot during this event, Jim, let cows be cows. So they came from one producer and then many of the speakers throughout the two days were talking about technology helps us let cows be cows. So basic technology is helping us detect animals that need attention while the other cows can just do their thing. Or it can help us automatically sort animals that need attention and the others are just doing their thing, right? So they're not being locked out locked up for long periods of time. They're just going back to their barns and they're eating and they're resting, producing milk for us. So that was a team, Jim, the let cows be cows. I think that came quite a bit at this event, right? Did you feel the same? Yes. One thing I I think we sometimes hear in the news about farmers that, you know, all farmers are these big, bad businessmen and they abuse their animals and they abuse their cows. If any of those people would attend a conference, the real theme, I think, like let cows be cows. But these farmers are really concerned about their animal welfare mm-hmm. and, their, and the environment. I mean, there was a right. kind of a whole theme looking at environmental aspects. So a lot of these technologies, I think sometimes the general public thinks, well, the farmers are just using these technologies to 
uh, take advantage maybe isn't the right term of their cows, but I, I think you'd get a very different feel at this conference where animal, as you said, let cows be cows. We just want to let them live as natural a life as they can. And we want to, and we're using a lot of these technologies to help them do, to help us understand what their natural behavior more is Mm -hmm. and to accommodate our facilities and our management to allow them to do that. So I think that was a, I think you hit it on the head, Marcy. I think that was a really nice theme of the conference. Right. And when we ask people on the, again, the valuations, what's the most valuable takeaway? A lot of the people commented on the need for more collaboration on data integration. So I had some of the farmers, we had some of the farmers mentioned, like I have three different dashboards in my office, right? Can we integrate all this? So we did have some startup companies also uh, participating on the event and they spoke that are trying to consolidate data, right? We had companies in there like such as IOTA Solutions or Connectera or others, Viola, et cetera, that are connecting uh, EverAg. They're connecting things together, right? So that helps farmer the farmers make decisions a little bit better because the data is being used. It's not just being collected. It's being used to develop action. Like, what do I do today? What do I need to do on my farm today to be more, you know, have better welfare, like I said, be more profitable, to be more environmentally sustainable and so on. So that was, that was coming across quite a bit on the uh, evaluations. Another thing that people mentioned in the evaluations that was most valuable for them was networking. So it's good to hear that we gave them, we give people the opportunity and the time, I think, during the event with the format that we have for people to network and to get together and talk about technology, right? Um, they also, were, there was a comment made that how extremely progressive some producers are. So the producers that we had in the panels, they came across from the people attending that being very progressive and very knowledgeable and also very honest. When something was not working, there was a producer that made a, made a comment about a particular software he was using that was not very user-friendly yet, that they need help. And he said, I'm glad to hear the engineer for this company is here today so I can talk with the, the engineer and see what we can do. So even the developers, the engineers were at the conference, which really helped people to talk about stuff and keep improving because technology is great, but there's opportunity for improvement still. Also, another thing that was in the comments I thought uh, was a, a comment that people took away was that AI, artificial intelligence in farming, is not taking jobs away. It's helping create better jobs or other jobs. Isn't that cool, Jim? So that was a takeaway, uh, which is, I liked it. Yeah, one of the things I've noticed in uh, since this conference began, because I've also been involved since the beginning, is how much more discussion of integration in these technologies. I think when this when this started, it seemed like there was a little more uh, competition between companies. There still mm-hmm. is that, but there's at that time there just wasn't as much discussion. I think a lot that's driven, as you mentioned. Uh, by the farmers. They don't want to be dealing with three different dashboards in their room. And I think the companies are saying, you know, we're going to have to make this more farmer friendly. We're going to have to work together to integrate this technology. And a lot of it is a little bit different. So that's another trend that I think has really improved and will be long-term really good for the farmers. Yeah, and I think it's getting better, right? I think they understand that they need to collaborate. They need to figure out a way to share data so that the farmers benefit. And at the end of the day, also another discussion we had during the conference, the data does belong to the farmer. So the farmer is the one that will give access or permission for whoever wants to use the data 
to be able to do this integration and to be able to to better, uh, you know, to improve the technology further. So the farmers understand that giving the, the company XYZ access to their data helps them at the end, right? So they're willing to also collaborate. So we need that farmer to be willing to share the data, obviously, and be willing to collaborate. And we see that happening. We see even projects from university like Wisconsin doing the dairy brain project, right, where data is being all integrated and they are able to share from different sources to create very nice dashboards that help the farmer basically make decisions, uh, I think. And I think that's very good. Other comments that people made here is that it's important to adopt uh, and adapt the technology to the needs of the dairy farmers. So there is a need to meet each farm. Is, each farm is different. So not every farm is going to use all technologies, but there's technologies for all sizes of farms. And there's technology out there that can help them be more profitable, more sustainable, right? And so that's another comment that people took away is that it's important that there is understanding that there's technology needs to be adapted to the the, the need of that particular operation. Another comment made here was that uh, somebody made was that this is the only conference I know that brings farmers in almost equal mix with academia advisors and suppliers. So everybody's in the room and then there's people speaking also. We really put an effort, like I said earlier, to have not only companies speaking, but also producers speaking so we can look what the end user's experience is with technology. So we hope this is something that has been you know, useful to people attending and we um, hope to continue to have this great interaction and discussion. So the discussions for me at the conference, the discussion portion of the conference with the half hour discussion is really valuable. And we never run out of questions, right, Jim? We're, we're the ones there moving, you know, walking around the room, getting the microphones to people when they're, when they're not moderating. And there's always questions, right? That was kind of cool, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it really, and once people kind of get in that mindset, they start thinking of questions as, you know, as you mentioned earlier, it's really an interactive conference. I think people really mm -hmm. like that. So they're prepared to ask questions and they enjoy that environment, kind of the, and it's really open sharing environment. I think you did a nice job of that with the introduction and mm -hmm. saying, we want this to be a sharing environment. We want discussion. We want Arguments maybe isn't the right term, but if we don't all agree on everything, that's maybe just okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Marcia, what are some of the new technologies that you see coming? We had some startup companies. You mentioned a little bit about the vision. What are some of the other brand new things that listeners might want to be looking on the lookout for as, they, as they're working in the dairy industry? Well, I think there'll be a lot more artificial intelligence tools, right? They'll be used in the future to really... And all the whole machine learning and, and so on that will help us better understand the data, right? Because it's so much data. And I think that's something that was actually for when I asked, you know, have the question about what do you think we're going to see in future conferences? One of the comments was the impact of artificial intelligence in assessing data, right? That's going to become more, more of a, a thing. And also continue to work on that data integration. I think that's going to come more and more. And I think it comes with AI now. And when I say AI, again, I'm talking about artificial intelligence, not artificial insemination, but the AI is helping us also better integrate the data, right? I think our systems have improved. Our computing capabilities have really expanded very fast in recent years and continue to expand. And I think that is going to, to help make the job of integration a lot easier. So I think that's going to be something we see more in the next couple of years 
as this progresses. And computer vision using different cameras, as cameras also got a lot less expensive, I think we might be seeing more of that being applied in the, in the dairy industry, potentially, I think. Sure seems like it. I mean, it seemed like right. that was kind of a a theme. I think we'll continue to have wearables, so mm-hmm. collars yes. and ear tags. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that'll be integrated more with cameras so we can kind of get real-time information where cows are at, what they're doing. I and mean, there's lots of, you know, one of the challenges I think about that, we don't talk about a lot at these conferences, but you know, the technology is changing so fast. So mm-hmm. what's kind of the return on this? And I, it's always hard because a lot of this technology is kind of expensive. And so Ooh. it's always a little bit tricky in mm-hmm. trying to figure out what you should invest in first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what kind of return are you can get on those investments? But clearly some of the farmers address that. And most of them felt they had pretty good returns for all of for most of the technology that they put in. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. It sounds like the, the producers pretty satisfied with return on their investment and their lives, you know, the either increased milk production or increased, uh, you know, improved cow welfare like we talked about earlier or being able to uh, take action quicker, right, on things and, and, and just having that technology as a partner. That was a te- team of the conference actually partn- partnering with Tech to improve their profitability and sustainability. So we're partnering, we're using technology to help us be better farmers, better consultants, and, and so on. So I definitely agree that that is a return, but we need to be careful, right? We need to, I think we need to see, like you mentioned a minute, a second ago, like what is most important from my farm? What is an area that I need to improve the most? Is it my feeding management? Is it my employee management? Is it my cow monitoring? Like you said, a lot of the sensors are still very useful too. Some of them can get, give us things that we cannot get with with computer vision. Now we're getting, you know, feeding take, uh, feeding times, line times, rumination, and so on. Uh, there are things that, like having the two, is actually ideal if we can afford having both of those things. I do see that there is a return that's different depending on the farm. And once you get that problem solved, if you will, what's my next step? What is something else on my farm that needs some more fine-tuning? What's the next technology I can use on my farm to better myself in this other aspect of my dairy, right? So maybe working with consultants, extension, different people to help you out. What is my main bottleneck on my farm? What kind of technology could I use to help me, right? It takes investigation of that. Oh, Jim, I just remember one thing that I had a couple of companies come back to me after uh, to tell me that they're developing technology um, that should be available next time when we have the conference again and should be commercially available and hopefully tested is the technology using, again, cameras and computer vision to um, basically estimate feed intake in a barn, like in a freestyle barn. So open feed bunk, you know, Cows go okay. in, use depth cameras. So the depth camera takes a picture of the, the, the feed and estimates what much feed is in that amount of, and that picture, if you will. And a cow comes in, you need to identify the cow, obviously. So that's the tricky part that you're working on. It's like a cow needs to come into the bunk, identify her as being number, you know, 12,062, whatever. I don't know. And then we need to see that that amount of feed was reduced and calculate the difference. So now we know how much she ate. So that's coming, Jim. I mean, that'd be cool when you can estimate feed intake on the farm. 
That was a discussion at the conference, right. actually a pretty big discussion about right. for a lot of these things, we've got to measure individual intake. So it's nice to know that a couple of companies that talk to you that they're, you know, a lot of these companies are working on this. So it'll be, it'll really be interesting in the next 10 or 20 years. Think of where we have come mm -hmm. in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of this is to improve the lives of the cows and the farmers that are associated sure. with it. Yes. So Absolutely. even though this technology is a little bit scary sometimes, Sometimes I think if we harness it in the right way, it can really be beneficial for everybody. Yes, exactly. Completely agree, Jim. So thank you for your participation at the conference and being part of our team and for having me today to talk about it. And hopefully we will, I mean, as a team, we haven't finalized the dates yet, but most likely June 2025. So uh, have this event one more time and also... You know, in the meantime, if you have any comments, questions, please feel free to email and contact us and suggest topics and so on. So appreciate everybody who participated in the event and all of you who are listening to this topic today uh, about the Precision Dairy Conference. Uh, thank you, Jim, for your time and for having me. Yeah, thank you. And I hope you found this beneficial. Thanks for joining us on this I-29 uh, Moo University podcast. Make sure you check episode notes. We'll probably have a link to the website so you can kind of look at the conference if you're interested more in that, maybe who the speakers and the technologies were. And hopefully you can join us for more podcasts in the future. We'd like to thank our 2022-2023 annual I-29 sponsors. Learn more about Iowa Corn Growers Association at iowacorn.org. I-29 MooU is an equal opportunity provider. For the full non-discrimination statement or accommodation inquiries, go to extension.iastate.edu forward slash diversity forward slash ext.